sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's Hanson Tebbets along with... Chip uh, Darmstadt. And uh, fall did arrive this week. This past week we had some uh, really fall-like temperatures. We had some sun. We had some morning fog. Uh, we had some warm temperatures in the early evening. So, yeah, I think um, I think it's here. And more than one day of sun in a row. Crazy. A lot of work is being done right now. A lot of, uh, a lot of field work. A lot of haying. A lot of corn cutting. A lot of fall chores. A lot of pumpkin picking. A lot of apple picking. It's all good right now. Painting, roofing. Get it. Get it all done now. Get it all done now. So, but we have, um, like our like our fall foliage, we have lots of visitors. But we have one special um, avian visitor that's uh, up in the islands. Tell us about that. Yeah, really special bird that's been up in North Hero, a marbled godwit. Um, say that ten times fast. Um, uh, marbled godwit. Marbled godwit, yeah. A spectacular, uh, gigantic sandpiper that uh, there's only a couple records of this species in Vermont, so a really cool bird. Uh, found by by Fred and John Pratt, um, two longtime birders in Vermont. Um, just a, a crazy, huge sandpiper with this long bill. So you know, we tend to think of sandpipers being these little little guys who run around sometimes on the beach or in the mud flats. Uh, the godwit is oh, it's it's tall. It's got long legs, long neck. There was killdeer next to it, and it was like twice the size or more of the killdeer. And it has this really long bill. This time of year, it's kind of pinkish with a black tip. And uh, it's got to be three inches long, maybe longer, slightly upswept, uh, just really remarkable looking bird. And uh, it's been hanging out for over a week uh, near Heroes Welcome, uh, right, in, right in North Europe. Heroes Welcome, the uh, marbled godwit. Um, and it's been, you know, of course, in birding, you never know if it's going to be there or not there. So we're talking now, and it could be long gone, but it could be there. But I guess it's it's been there a few days. People have been seeing it, right? Yeah, it's uh, stayed put for over a week, a little over a week. Uh, uh, it's funny, I was down in um, leading a birding trip in Cape May and the Delmarva Peninsula, and word came in that there was a marbled godwit in Vermont. Like, will it stick around? And and it did, so it was fun. I got to see it the other day, and with a couple of other birders. Uh, but just a, you know, it's one of those birds that uh, uh, non-birders can go, "Wow, this is this is cool." Um, and like I said, only a couple of records in Vermont. Um, I think there was one in Missisquoi in 2018. There's there's some records on the other side of Lake Champlain, on the New York side, and then there was one. Um, on Pompanusic Mill, Pompanusic Flats, um, on the Connecticut River, but that was a while ago, I think 2011. So uh, yeah, it's a it's a rare bird for Vermont. They 
they do migrate um, along the coast to some degree. So I've, I've seen them in Massachusetts and Long Island and um, around the Chesapeake Bay area and then wintering in Florida and the Gulf Coast, but more common in, in, on the Pacific on the Pacific Coast. Hmm. And um, where should it is, is it is it coming down from Canada and migrating down or is it just just off course here? Yeah, they, um, you know, looking at their range map, it looks like there's a small nesting population in Ontario um, uh, on Hudson Bay. Most of them, though, nest in the prairie provinces and states. So um, uh, the prairie pothole region of the Dakotas, uh, I've seen them on the nesting grounds in Montana. Um, And then, you know, uh, the provinces, the prairie prairie provinces in Canada. So that's the core of their range. Um, And then they migrate to either coast. Uh, I don't know if this bird might be one of the Ontario birds. so most of them are seen, uh, you know, migrating down the center of the country, the Pacific coast, and then to some degree, New England and southern U.S. Mm. Uh, so it's not not super rare for New England, but but definitely rare and special for, for Vermont. Grand Isle County, um, North Hero, Hero's Welcome, the marbled godwit. You'll know it when you see it because of the bill, right? Yeah, nothing else like it. Although there are other godwits. Um, uh, we do see the Hudsonian godwit in Vermont from time to time. Um, that that species is probably close to annual in Vermont. Um, but Hudsonian is a little smaller, tends to be this time of year gray tones as opposed to this all over buffy coloration of the marbled godwit. Um, and the, um, when if you see the god the marbled godwit fly, the buffiness kind of extends all over the body, the upper surface of the wings, lower surface of the wings, whereas the Hudsonian has these really striking black and white contrasting areas on the body, including the tail and rump. So it's there. You have to you know look carefully, make sure you're not uh, confusing it with another godwit. But yeah, with that the beak and the size of it, uh, it's unmistakable. And this bird's been very cooperative out on this grassy area um, probing for for worms um, so it hasn't been hard to see mm, good stuff all right I've uh, been talking about uh, the marbled godwit that was up in uh, North Hero but also coming down from Canada we have the um, I think it's out of Canada right maybe it's out of New York the Finch forecast out of Ontario um, we've got a, a, a little preview of it we probably can't get through the entire forecast uh, in the back half of the show, but um, some, I thought when I was reading it, I skimmed, it looked like there were some encouraging signs. We're going to see some, we're going to see some finches this year. Looks like it could be a, a decent year. Um, and yes, the, the, you know, the, the forecast is out of Canada, Ontario. Um, and it, you know, it, every year it's different and it's based on a lot of Looking at cone crops, both you know um, conifers, evergreen cones, but also um, fruit availability up in the north, uh, mountain ash, uh, chokeberry. So there's a lot of uh, work that goes into analyzing the cone crop, and based on that, and this is all across Canada and uh, the northern U.S., including Alaska. So a lot of people out there. Um, puzzling over the cone crop and food availability. And then based on that, 
um, they make these predictions on how far um, finches and also things like bohemian bohemian waxwings will um, stay put or head south. Um, so uh, it looks like you know there's a, a, a decent cone crop up in Alaska um, and the Canadian Maritimes, especially Newfoundland, but uh, a poor crop for at least some species in the you know interior. So that might mean birds moving south to, to us, uh, and we're having a good white pine crop. So that could be really good for species like crossbills, for example. Hmm. Yeah, it's all, uh, you know, follow the food, depending on where, you know, the birds will follow. Much like the, you know, the snowy owl, when we get a lot of snowy owls, it means there's not as much food up north, so they come down here to eat. So that's, um, um, well, probably next during the next show, we'll go through bit by bit and maybe go through the everything from the siskins to the crossbills to the purple finches and et cetera, what may be, uh, what may be coming down um, this year as we get ready for, it's not quite ready um, to put up those bird feeders yet. We've got a, we've got a ways to go. We want to make sure those bears get uh, well into their hibernation before we put the bird feeders out. Exactly, yeah. And I love how we're, you know, it, it just barely fall right now and we're already talking about winter birds i love it <laughs> i know it's i think it's and i haven't really seen um i haven't seen a good flock of geese migrating yet but that's an october thing i think um we'll just wait for that to happen but that's coming you can tell because of the the leaves are um leaves are turning any predictions on when peak is going to happen uh, uh chip oh man uh, it's you know, it was so wet this summer um, I don't know if that will um, be a factor this year. Uh, certainly in the you know swampier areas, there's uh, leaves turning red. So uh, I don't know, Anson, maybe the, the wet mm-hmm. weather will, will cause things to peak earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your theory? Could be. Uh, I think there's a consensus we might be a little bit behind, um, but we're catching up rapidly. And, you know, in the end, it's always beautiful. But we have to debate whether it's better than this year than it was last year, right? Absolutely. Well, we got to fly out of here. Hope you uh, get a chance to do some birding, maybe uh, pick a pumpkin, maybe uh, get some apple cider or cider donut. And until next time, I'm Anson Tebbets. Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Now you all know the word.